0: This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending and the library news. Hello, this is the Allen County Public Library with our newest episode of Among the Stacks, and I am Mariah.
1: And I'm Jamie.
0: How are you doing today, Jamie?
1: Yay, I'm doing great. Uh, we've had a little yes. scare earlier. <laughs>
0: I I don't know if I've ever heard the cow alarm go off, and yeah. I, you can't hear anything when you're sitting at the cert desk that goes uh, on, right? And Chelsea comes out and she's like, "Okay, everybody,"
1: and we're like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> the sirens are going off? I'm gone."
0: Yep. And so we, <laughs> we were spend, like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> yeah. What a good what fifteen minutes in the back? Not very long. Uh,
1: no, not too long. No, it hung out with some wasn't patrons too bad. and yeah. And, we all just went and uh, you know hid in the basement,
0: right?
1: and uh, nothing, uh, nothing happened. Nothing exploded. That, that's fine.
0: that's great. Yeah, we all. Yeah. I call my dad, and those of y'all that know my dad, he's precious. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Dad, I don't know where you're gonna go in your house, but just get somewhere safe. Uh, the bell thing has went off, and he goes, Well, it's not even uh, windy here. And I'm like, <laughs> Dad doesn't uh, have to look- be windy. <laughs>
1: Look, I don't know what to tell you, but there could be a a tornado Yeah. I almost said volcano because I was just reading a book about volcanoes. Is uh, that the children's book? Yeah, it's one of those uh, DK eyewitness. Uh, Ah, yeah. And it's volcanoes and earthquakes. It's really interesting.
0: I want to go to like uh, up around Forks, Washington, which is where the uh, Twilight series is set. And I don't want to go because of that i mean it would be kind of cool but you know that nerd part of me that i will sometimes admit that i did read all the books um, uh-huh. the the beaches up there are black because the sand is actually uh rock from volcanoes that are out in the ocean
1: yeah that book said that uh the black beaches like uh, around hawaii at different yeah. islands um it just it the it's, it turns to dust when it hits the water because it's hot right and so it goes into the cold water and it's just like oh so.
0: that's yeah. cool i'm glad yeah. we don't have any volcanoes yeah um, here but even, that's cool even though
1: we might have tornadoes we don't have volcanoes so exactly. that's
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> well i i am prepared to talk about a new author that you told me to read Yay. Yeah, that's Grady Hendrix.
1: Yes, I love Grady
0: Hendrix. See, I had no idea about uh, Grady until I saw the newest book, How to Sell a Haunted House, on the new shelf. And it's like, it's very, it's not a very exciting cover. But you know how to sell a haunted house. So I think I mentioned it to you, and you're like, "Oh yeah, you got to read it." And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, okay. So I waited forever and ever, and I pulled up my Goodreads. Um, uh, I, I gave it a little because I don't always comment on books because you know I'm not an author. I don't. I don't know Cheyenne from Chanola. But here we go. So this was my review. So. Where do I begin? Puppets, dolls, and squirrels, needles, and saws, pizza Chinese night. Yeah, I think that covers it. Oh, yeah, it's super fun, and the audio is excellent because you hear Pupkin, and then you cannot unhear Pupkin. Right. And let's not forget Spider. Yeah, and -hmm. the Golem. (laughs) And that was it. So... (laughs) There was a lot going on in that book.
1: Yes, and
0: indeed. It is just so. But I was super excited about the Golem because supernatural. They had yeah. a Golem, and I was yeah. like, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Grady Hendrix, uh, a horror writer,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I, and then you were like, oh, what you got? You got to read Horror Store. Which right. is like a haunted was, IKEA kind of place.
1: That was the first one I read, and the, I think that was during, uh, you know, COVID, the shutdown. Uh huh. And so I was listening to it, and my son heard part of it. Yeah. It's <laughs> like what, what, are, <laughs> what's going on? Well, because
0: he does it in such a way, like you're like I'm terrified, but I'm enjoying myself.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, and and I think you should feel that way. And what's All really the- Go ahead. All
1: his books are a wild ride.
0: It, it really is. And the audio. Oh, okay. You muted yourself. I was like, oh, hold on. I'm I'm missing I'm, Sam. No, yeah. I'm here. Okay. um, In the audio book, in the opening, they tell you who narrates it. And then they said Bronson Pinchot. And I got super excited because <laughs> I grew up in the time of Perfect Strangers, the sitcom. Doggy. and And he was this cousin like cousin Larry and this this gentleman from another country. I'm not certain if we ever found out exactly where Balki was from, but he had this crazy accent. I yeah, I don't think they ever did. And uh he narrated the commercials for this <laughs> the store Orsk. If you have a question, Orsk has a question. <laughs> you know, or you know, we'll answer you and It was each time he was describing a piece of furniture and it sold here at, and then there's like these little bells that would chime. And then as you got into the book, he starts describing torture devices. Yes. And I'm like, wait, hold on. What did he say? (laughs) And
1: and that's sold here.
0: And that's sold here. And I'm like, you know, come to Orsk and get yours, you know, kind of (laughs) thing. And it was so great love it and the final girl support group i'm amazed that they're not like every time i say something about final girls i have to explain it
1: yeah yeah Uh, well i didn't know uh, that term until i read there was another one before this where they used that term but i can't remember the book but anyway um so do you want to explain what a final girl is
0: uh, a final girl is, okay, so we, you remember your 80s slasher horror movies, and there's always that one girl that survives. Like, she should be dead along with all the other teenagers, but she did the right things to survive. And Maybe that, just
1: use Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: Yeah, oh, Jamie She's Lee. She's a final girl. She She's is like, a final girl. She's like yes, the most the, famous final yes. girl. And uh, so that's a final girl. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yes, yes. But yeah,
1: I had—I guess that term's been thrown around for a while, but I mm-hmm. did not—I uh I didn't know it either, Which, uh, until recently.
0: I'm a—I'm a—I'm a big '80s slasher. The more blood, <laughs> yeah. You know, like if you can kill somebody in a horror movie in the in a new interesting way, I'm the person going, yes, exactly. <laughs> You know, and not really cheering for the murderer. It's just the uh, creativity of whoever wrote the
1: movie. (laughs) Well, and speaking of creativity, that's one of the things I love about Grady Hendrix is that every one of his books is terrifying, but also has a very, uh, well, it has a ridiculousness to it.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, Um, exactly.
1: And that, like the ads for the store and horror store (laughs) and like the, uh, well some things in how to sell on a house. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cuz some of those things you're just like uh-uh no. no.
1: <laughs> and well the brother and sister's relationship that that had a bit of
0: uh ridiculousness to it. Yeah, it was yeah. great.
1: Yeah, it really uh, was. Did you read the other uh I think there are only 4 oh, books by no. Grady? No. Uh, the southern book club's guide to slaying vampires
0: no but it is on my list on goodreads to read okay. so i won't good. forget it yes good
1: so uh yeah that's the other one and it's <laughs> it's pretty much the same as far as it's it can be scary but it's also got some ridiculousness and you can tell awesome. that one from the title so
0: oh absolutely
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> So uh, now I guess we can go to the regular books we've been reading. <laughs> Dude,
1: just normal stuff. Normal. Uh I would like to um nonfiction. I read a nonfiction book not long ago called A Knock at Midnight by Brittany K. Barnett. Yeah. And did you read that one as well?
0: No, but you were like you were telling me about it as you were reading it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh it's it's a fantastic book about uh well i guess i guess there's it's about racism Mm -hmm. and how prisons and the system uh, make it kind of impossible for certain people to climb out of you know uh, poverty or uh, you know problems like gangs and things like that right but uh, but it's it's also the the true story of a lot of different people and even the the girl who wrote it was writing about other people but she talks about her own life as well and she when she was a little kid her uh her mother got hooked on crack and she still uh went on to get two master's degrees and now you know she's helping these people and writing. Right. and she wrote this book and it's just it's just fantastic it's a a great thing so I, I highly recommend that one
0: yeah and and it also has uh, a tiny bit where Chuck Norris is mentioned
1: hey yeah, Chuck Norris <laughs> I did not know Mariah that uh, I didn't when, either when when Chuck Norris was Walker Texas Ranger he would actually go on real drug real busts in uh, that <laughs> what was that where it was austin i think or, so i don't or, remember which don't, town in texas yeah. but anyway yeah uh, so yeah they used to just take this <laughs> tv star along with them uh on <laughs> busts and police
0: i am so sorry because i never of course i grew up when chuck norris was like yeah chuck norris and yeah. so i was just like oh that's a boy thing so i never <laughs> got into chuck norris but as an adult, I appreciate the humor that surrounds yeah. Chuck Norris. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that he was allowed to handcuff yeah. people and <laughs> escort people to police cars is, it, I'm just like, are are we in the real world right
1: now? <laughs> like, hey, For real. But I, I also, I guess that uh, just, Sometimes the worst day of your life could be made a little bit better but that, by the fact that Chuck Norris is the guy who threw you in the police car. I don't know.
0: Absolutely yeah, be like I'm spending the rest of my life in prison because <laughs> the system wants me here. But you know what? <laughs> I got to meet Chuck Norris. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's insane. So that's a knock at midnight. She a talks about Chuck Norris being at the bust of one of these people that uh she's helping in prison. So Wow. Pretty crazy, okay. <laughs> but there you go.
0: Now, I'm still stuck in series land. Um, I'm oh, reading, me too. yeah, and so I'm still reading, I'm re listening to the Will Trent series. Uh huh. And I just finished Criminal a couple of weeks ago. And the book Criminal looks at women, especially in the police force in Atlanta, Georgia, in 1974 and 75. And women at that time weren't even allowed to have credit cards. Right. You know, one of the police officers, her dad was the lease signer, or like the lease holder of her apartment.
1: Yeah. She couldn't have got or, her own. Yeah. Yeah. She couldn't buy, they couldn't buy a car no on their own they had to have some man there
0: exactly and then you know you have and of course this is fiction but karen slaughter is very good about um she did this with cop town cop town Mm -hmm. and criminal are two and i wasn't even going to read cop town and you're like yeah you have to read it
1: yeah you you got yeah
0: because (laughs) it deals with not only with sexism but racism yep and uh the the stigma that was around being homosexual because there was a cop that he had to hide it to the point where he was committing crimes against other homosexuals in the line of duty to cover his yeah he had to
1: hide his sexuality yeah it
0: it was so sad and very good books of course criminals in the will trent universe um it it gives you the origins of will trent but it, it takes you back to where the Um, Evelyn and Amanda first met on the police force and coming up and things that they had to deal with that actual female officers during that time had I mean they they were being sexually assaulted by men in the on the police force and there was nothing they could do about it no. so you know like what even if they do?
1: were believed yeah even, even if, if they, they were, were believed yeah they didn't do anything about. No, it.
0: no no because it, it you know it would get worse before it got better and it was many years before it got, ever got better um and then i'm i'm still reading the joe pickett cj box which i is,
1: love joe pickett
0: yes i've got um i forgot which one it was it's like the fourth one or fifth one i'm getting ready to read it and of course sarah booth delaney I, I i'm in the bones books now so uh-huh. <laughs> i'm like number 10 and i'm like is she ever gonna get with that police officer is she ever you know is she ever gonna have a baby <laughs> you know is her her ghost that haunts her family plantation is she ever gonna you know cross the other side so yeah i mean i feel like these
1: series when we get really into them are kind of along the lines of a soap opera in, it really in is the, in the way that it kind of soothes you yeah because you know these people <laughs> so even if there's some tension yeah uh you still it's still kind of soothing because these are all familiar people
0: right and so, you, yeah you'll be like well the last time this happened he got over it you know yeah, that kind of thing yeah and, and it really is ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> I would not be Sarah Booth Delaney's friend to save my life, because it would probably save my life not to be her friend. Uh-huh. There's always something horrible happening. And
1: this is a Charlene Harris, right? No, uh,
0: Carolyn Haynes.
1: Oh, Carolyn Haynes. Okay.
0: Yeah, which it got, it's it's a Southern cozy mystery. Yeah. So,
1: well, yeah. uh, you got me into the <laughs> Charlene Harris Aurora Tea Garden mysteries, Ooh, and I have welcome. read all of those now, so yep. they're under my belt.
0: Yes, yes, really, really good little, like you said, almost like a soap opera. You can, yep, yep, and you yep. could walk away for a few months and read the next book and be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I have not watched General Hospital in Fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you, <laughs> I can put it on this afternoon and be like, ooh, are they still together? <laughs> Is that the baby? You know. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so another uh, series, I used to read those Tony Hill- Hillerman, yes. uh, Leaphorn and Chi books that yeah. are set on a Navajo reservation. Yes. <clears throat> and I was looking for something the other day to read and I saw that Anne Hillerman has written several and that's Tony Hillerman's daughter. Okay. Excuse me, I'm just gonna get a drink real quick.
0: <laughs> stay hydrated. So
1: yes, we have to stay hydrated. <laughs> uh so Anne Hillerman is writing Lee Porn and Chi and Bernadette Manuelito. Okay. So Bernadette is now married to Chi and Lee Porn is retired. Okay. And but they're still doing, like Navajo reservation, uh, po- policing. Okay. So yeah, so it's it's pretty great. I'm I'm enjoying those a lot, and I've read probably I don't know, three or four of them now already.
0: So I'm going to ask you a question. You, okay. Having read three or four of those books, I was watching um, Joe Pickett the other night, and there evidently is a an issue about things happening to native americans while they're not on the reservation but because they're native american the local police force can't work the case and because they were off the reservation the reservation authorities won't work the case is that something that they discuss she, in those books
1: she has not addressed that okay. but um there are uh, different what's the jurisdictions, okay? Yeah, of course, but um, in these books, uh, they have some mutual friends uh, that okay. are like in the FBI or the local police, okay, that they can call on for help, okay, and right. so that makes a big difference, I think,
0: okay, because I, I just wonder because CJ Box is usually very good about uh knowing yeah. detail like doing his research
1: yeah i would i would think that the there the, those those kind sorry blah, <laughs> those kind of details would not be in those books unless he had actually researched okay
0: that. all right that's cuz when you said that i was like oh hold on cuz oh, yeah. i kind of had that question i know yeah. we had read a dark roads by chevy uh, Stevens. T- t-
1: Stevens, yes, 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 yes. and I was uh, to say. Chase, Chevy, Chevy, Chase. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> not a but, writer.
0: Yeah, you know, she was talking about how so many of our indigenous women go missing a year, yes, and nobody looks for them, and yes. so it's and and they even address that in the season two Joe Pickett on Paramount Plus,
1: right. there's a young lady missing and nobody's looking for her Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so and she was like i i want people to know in our country today and in canada this happens all the time and nobody ever hears about it because nobody ever looks for them so okay Well it's yeah oh it's so sad yeah
1: there's so much racism still in our country yeah it's pathetic
0: really is so um storms canceled our programs this evening uh we don't have anything besides summer reading summer reading is is um wearing us out we're not even we're just now going in the second month uh miss amanda's doing an amazing job i she has really done great for the kids this summer which she does great every year but yeah
1: it's a uh, it's it's a fantastic program and uh but we also are doing adult summer reading and we just did yes. a um terrarium class last night was that last night or the night before
0: no nah, tuesday, tuesday night
1: tuesday night yeah and so that was a lot of fun it looked and like i would it. like to uh give a big shout out to tish Slavens. Yes. Over at Allen County Flores because she brought us all kinds of good stuff to use for that.
0: Well, everybody kept coming up with these cool glass bowls and yeah, and vases. Yeah, and I was yeah. like,
1: and that a bunch is of plants. So
0: great. Yeah, she's
1: awesome. <laughs> and then she didn't even get to come because she uh, had a, a health issue some, or something. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, bless so, her heart. Right, but, uh, but she's awesome. Yeah, Chelsea's doing. I mean. It's just, it's just one of those summers where we have hit the ground running and we mm-hmm. literally have not stopped.
1: <laughs> yep. It's been, it's been really great. Yeah. We've been having a lot of fun.
0: And next month, uh, we start our first um, monthly art programs that are sponsored by the Laura uh, Turner Dugoff Foundation for Allen County. Yay! And so those. Uh, it's already full it's collaging it's already they're al- full
1: they're always already full <laughs> as soon as you announce uh, any kind of art class it's full
0: yeah so i'm um, i'm i'm hoping that this will because amanda put a survey out um, i think it was amanda and chelsea and mm-hmm. one of the things was like we want more art programs and i what i don't think people understand as far as Programming at the library. We can do certain things, but we have to make sure that there's a need to know and there's a learning element to it. So that's, you know, and and money. Money. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. our programs are so expensive and we couldn't have done what we're about to start doing next month without that that yeah. grant.
1: But once we get going with that, uh, oh. you know, maybe it'll be enough that people won't be so starved for <laughs> I'm, art.
0: I'm like, listen, which I, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of great local artists to come in and do programs because I know just enough to get me in trouble on certain things. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm bringing in professionals, people. OK,
1: well, we don't <laughs> always need professionals, but it, it's nice that we have some available.
0: Exactly. Yes. So, do you have anything else you'd like to add, Jamie?
1: Um, I think that uh, we have talked a lot. I so. know.
0: And Sheila will be like, this is like the time y'all were talking in the park a lot after work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get enough of each other through the day?
0: Yeah. Just put us together and let us just talk on the podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's fun. It's it so is. Fun.
0: But now I'm good. Um, I think we're. Okay. I think we're good.
1: I think we've told everybody. I don't know what's coming up, but (laughs) you can look on our calendar, com. Click on events. uh, Events. And and you can register online for any of these events.
0: Yes. Fun, fun stuff coming up, guys. Check out our website.
1: Make sure and check it out.
0: All right. Well, I'm ready to go.
1: All right. Well, we'll see you on the next episode of Among the Stacks. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a
0: podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you Among the Stacks.